Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pagel. House Agriculture Committee Chairman David Scott introduced a bill today that would target new federal assistance to small cattle operations. Haley Bickelhop has the latest. A leader in the cattle industry says House Ag Committee Chairman David Scott's bill supporting small producers has provided more questions and answers for the cattle industry. Ethan Lane is the Vice President of Government Affairs for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. He says although the organization is glad to see Scott invested in issues impacting small producers, there are a number of blind spots within the bill. I think in our in our estimation, the, the, the hundred head marketed per year limit in the bill is, is a relatively arbitrary figure. We, we do recognize that in the chairman's home state, that does represent the vast majority of producers. I think 92% of producers in Georgia fall into that, into that category. But, you know, we're, we're looking at legislation here to help small family farmers and ranchers across the country. Lane says NCBA also has questions regarding the beef cattle spread coverage program proposed within Scott's bill. At one point, they outline uh, a spread and, and reference three different data points that are going to be used in calculating the spread. And we're still trying to figure out how you calculate a spread between three different data points. You know, the 51.7% farmer share of the beef dollar uh, we're trying to figure out, you know, kind of where that number is coming from and, and, and why they've chosen to use that as the, as the benchmark for an eligible producer uh, to start receiving those payments. To learn more about Scott's bill, read Noah Wick's story at agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Haley Bigglehopped. The Department of Agriculture announced a fresh round of funding to expand internet connectivity to unserved or underserved people in rural parts of the country across 11 states yesterday. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmaker Show, USDA Rural Development Undersecretary Shotil Torres-Small says USDA is working to identify areas of need as quickly as possible. Part of the reason why ReConnect was a fundamental piece of the bipartisan infrastructure law as an already uh, operational program, we were able to plug uh, that additional investment right into uh, our work and, and get the, the money out fairly quickly. So as NCIA works to get that money to the states that will then have to work to get that money out, uh, we're able to start and continue expanding on that backbone and then work on the coordination to make sure that uh, everyone is serving uh, and we're finding the right places to reach. The $401 million is the first investment from the third round of ReConnect funding. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack told reporters earlier this week that the rest of the funding will be announced later this fall. Shirley Bloomfield is the CEO of NTCA, the Rural Broadband Association. She says she believes the next round of funding will be focused on building rural broadband affordability. You can build the network, but if consumers can't afford to take the service, not sure you've really moved the needle much. So one of the things that is going to come in probably 2023 will be the start of this $42.5 billion coming down the pike. Honestly, I think that is going to be a lot for us to be chewing on for the next few years. This money is going to roll very differently than most federal programs. It is going to run through the states. So NTIA will be partnering with the states who are all now on the verge of creating broadband offices to figure out how that money will be distributed. Garrett Hawkins, president of the Missouri Farm Bureau, also joins this week's show to discuss rural development investments. Head to agripulse.com to watch the full episode. 
The Commerce Department's Bureau of Economic Analysis released its latest Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index today, which measures the change in the prices of goods and services purchased by consumers. In the month of June, prices rose 6.8% compared to the same period a year ago. Consumers saw gas prices hit record levels last month, with energy prices growing 43.5%. Food prices also increased 11.2%, which are both reflected in this month's PCE price index. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.